Hi, welcome to Tabletop Transmissions. I'm your host, Liz. Well, I'm one of your hosts. And hmm. joining me tonight, as always, are... Hi, it's Cassie. And hello, it's Fran. So, folks, what I want you to do are very specific instructions. Uh, I would like you to turn the lights down low, if you can. Get into a comfy place, particularly if you're... Not if you're driving. Don't... <laughs> don't don't do that focus on driving but if you aren't you know get a blanket get a pillow relax get some cocoa we'll wait okay you got that cocoa good uh i don't know what i'm doing but um we, I, all of us are a little it, it's been a, it's been a week <laughs> it, is, it has it indeed it's absolutely been a week so we're gonna we're gonna hang out. We're gonna we're gonna all be buds. We're gonna we're gonna chill. Crack open some ice cold Lacroix. <laughs> <laughs> she says as she takes a drink of a room temperature Lacroix because she actually does not like ice cold drinks. Good to know. Seriously, does anyone else do that? Because um, this is this is a discussion Jess and I have had. Uh, <laughs> She she cannot do room temperature things, uh-huh. but I'm all about room temperature LaCroix. I can mm. sometimes, some stuff, yeah. I can do room temperature stuff. Okay. Yeah, it depends a lot on the thing. Uh, room temperature Diet Coke? I have, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, yeah, when I bring a soda in, for work for um for lunch into work for lunch i don't generally put it in the fridge so i i do not drink diet coke at the best of times <laughs> fair that is fair. true uh that is actually what has replaced most of the blood in my veins <laughs> um that in old bay hot sauce <laughs> well you are close to merlin well, I mean, I, I, for the longest time, I had a Maryland driver's license, and uh, I can confirm when, when you and Cassie, you can too, because you lived in Maryland. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that when you get a Maryland driver's license, they hand you a mandatory bottle of Old Bay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And they say, put it on everything. It's it's contractual. You have to. <laughs> hmm. It's how you get real. It's how you get a real ID. Um, license in Maryland. Oh, oh, really? They they've started doing they've started doing the old bay with real ID, huh? Yes, yes. Okay, that's good to know. It's been it's been a while since I've lived there. Maryland Maryland is a apocalyptic uh, old bay seasoned hellhole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. No, I liked living in Maryland. Um, it, it's it's a it's very nice po- post apocalyptic old bay seasoned. Yeah. It is. There's some, yeah, there's some artisanal, artisanal apocalypse. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, um, and I love the Inner Harbor. <laughs> Inner Harbor is beautiful. I do like Inner Harbor. I like Baltimore. Baltimore I, is I a cool too. city. I do too. But, you know, I mean, I um, I lived in Columbia and um, okay. yeah. I miss, I'm, I miss historic Ellicott City. And I know that they have gone through a lot in the past few years. And it makes me very sad because I loved historic Ellicott City. Yeah, it's a cool place. Yeah. Um, I ran a very short vampire game in uh, Maryland 
or in Maryland. It, it was in Maryland. It was in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Huh. So that was fun. Um, yeah. So let's folks, bring it around to the, the uh, to to the role playing. Yeah. <laughs> so folks, we've had a week. Um, I've been driving back and forth between West Virginia all week. Mm. That's a long trip. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so I've been doing that all week. Uh, got a got a good sized crack in the windshield of my truck. Wee. That was fun. That that was a country song, wasn't it? Got a good sized crack in the window of my truck. Maybe. Yeah, uh, probably. Uh, yeah, driving behind a dump truck and it threw a rock at me. Uh yeah, so that was that was fun. Was, that was that was just the dump truck telling your truck that it liked her. I suspect that. <laughs> um, uh, that's that's exactly what I saw <laughs> immediately after it happened. I was like, huh, I think that truck likes me. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then I then I looked at the crack and I was like, oh, son of a bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. So in case uh, in case listeners haven't realized it by now, we don't really have a topic for this week. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of um, relaxing and uh, and just uh, enjoying each other's company. And yep. hopefully that talk will eventually get around to some kind of role playing game uh, information. But yeah, for now, so, kind of assume it's like riff tracks, but without the movie. Uh. Uh, or and or we could be like professionally the, written joke, <laughs> or we could be like the titular 2008 Motion City soundtrack album. I am the movie. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That was this is that was Liz's music collection deep cuts. <laughs> uh, oh, but so um. I did get. I have done. I, I have been working on my eye hunt game this week. Cool. So none of my players listen, um, except Jess listens occasionally. But I'll tell her not to. Well, she sort of knows because I've been bouncing ideas. But um, I've been I've been writing my first eye hunt scenario, mm. and I have some thoughts about it. Okay. Uh, I'm always, I am still a huge fan of this game. I really like it. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that RPGs, particularly from a Game Master perspective, sometimes don't do a great job of, I think is telling the Game Master kind of how to use some of the tools they give you. Mm. Um, so I kind of stick, unless stated otherwise, and even then, I still do a lot of it. I, um, I kind of stick to a to a formula. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I don't always, it's not like a rigid thing, but it's kind of a basis thing. It's something I can do to kind of riff off of. And that's pretty much, I, I, I set up, I start thinking in scenes. Hmm. Um, okay. Cassie, if you've been reading the, um, Trail of Cthulhu book. Um, actually I, I, I was about to start reading the Trail of Cthulhu book. And then um, someone lent me Kashimashi. Ooh. And sitting Sorry, there, 
My bad. That's okay. That's okay. I, I've started reading. I just got through the first chapter today before accidentally falling into a nap. Um, <laughs> but no, I have not. I, yeah, I have stuff to say about that, but I haven't read that. <laughs> okay. No. So, well, so anyways, what I was, what I was talking to talk about was their GM section for how to write adventures. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, home listeners, take a drink. Um, <laughs> is one of the best ones I've ever read. Oh, that's good. And I still, I use it even when like writing D and D adventures. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I did, I did read um, the scenario that I grabbed, um, the murder of Thomas Fell, and it is yep. written entirely in scenes. Yes, uh, th- that's how that's how all trail stuff is structured. Actually, really, all Gumshoe stuff. Uh-huh. Mm. And I, I tend to think in terms of TV shows when I'm writing when I'm writing adventures. Mm-hmm. So, like, I so I structure them as scenes. Yeah, sure, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um. In fact, I've even gone so far with iHunt as thinking of it like a TV show that mm-hmm. I've got a season planned out. Mm. Like I don't have adventures written, but I've kind of taken taken the scenario building structure and just lifted it up a little bit mm-hmm. to to the next level, and now I'm structuring a season out. We have totally played in games that were structured exactly like that. Um, oh, very much. Not for quite some time. Not for quite some time because the um, the GM who who used to who 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 used to do that has a different style at this point. But um, one of our friends, uh, there were a few games, a uh, few homebrew games, and then a feng shui game that were definitely mm-hmm. structured as seasons of TV series game um, and a Star Trek game that was structured that way as well where there were individual episodes that he that he would do that all had a season arc this was back in the 90s and early and mid aughts um so yeah that's that's totally makes sense to me so and and i was gonna say feng shui is actually set up for you know it's intended to be not a tv series although it's very yeah. adaptable to that, but it's definitely intended to be. They they talk about shots and establishing shots and things like yeah. that for so, individual and, and, scenes. And who wrote who who created Gumshoe and who wrote Feng Shui? I was going to say Laws. yeah, the fact that Robin Laws. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Robin Robin Laws' advice has been a huge impact on how I write scenarios. Mm. And I, I think just because I came along with him, I, I found him and his stuff. I think at that really formidable part in my role playing development, mm-hmm. like I, I found him in college. Mm, yeah, I've got to playing trail since college. <laughs> oh my god! But anyway, uh, yeah. So, um, so the the I hunt scenario I have been working on. Um, so does anyone but me, this is going to be, okay, it's going to sound maybe not weird, but unusual. I don't know. I'm just going to die. Um, one of my favorite things on YouTube mm-hmm. is, uh, dead mall videos. 
Okay. Does anyone else watch this, or am I? Is, so it's a it's a specific thing, not just general videos of dead malls. No, where no, one that's finds... it. General, like just people that go to like old malls that are dying, closing down. Maybe they've already been closed up. <clears throat> so sort of like um, an urban explorer-y kind of thing. It's definitely a subset of urban exploration. Yeah. yeah. I, I've never, I've never watched. Uh, I've been in Dead Moths, but I've never, I've never watched it. No. But there, I, I can understand the appeal. There is, there is a trans YouTuber who does this, and I am absolutely blanking on her name, but her stuff is awesome. And hmm. we were watching, we were watching a video, and I kind of was sitting there. Um, I don't know. Like I like to think of it as my as as a sponge state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you just kind of soak things up and see what might be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Cool. And as I was yeah. I was thinking about one of the themes in I Hunt, and that's um uh and and that's de- opulent decay. The hmm. things that were once grand now kind of dirty and decaying. Yeah, that's that's the American mall. Yeah, and I yeah, yeah and I thought, oh my god, dead malls. Yeah, and so uh. this adventure is taking place in a mall that is dying. Oh, nice. Um, and something unusual that I have noticed uh, in a lot of malls, pretty like particularly around where I used to live, we mm-hmm. had a couple different malls. Mm-hmm. And all of them had churches in them. Churches. Huh. This so is a weird. very rural. <laughs> this is a very rural thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where churches will rent out old storefronts and malls mm-hmm. and use them for service. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I I like the idea of reuse. I'm not exactly a fan of organized religion, but that's a personal mm. issue, not something they've done. Yeah. Um, however, <laughs> I thought um, I kind of so, so um, that's something else that's going to be in this adventure. Um, the de- So my players encountered a demon in their very first adventure. And they, they, I, I asked them, what kind of monster do you want? Because that's something you, you ask about in I Hunt for your first session is, hey, mm. what kind of monster would really piss you off? Mm. <laughs> and like, oh, demon possessed doll. Mm. Fair. I, I was like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so, uh, I was like, we're not, we're not, we're not dealing with like vampire. We're, we're just going deep end. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. It's and, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I said it's Annabelle time. Well, okay, so that's what it was. It was, <laughs> I think one of my players had just watched that movie. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but anyway, so I was like, okay, so the second episode to kind of carry on this season theme is going to be Demons. Okay. Um, so I was, so the way Demons work in I Hunt, there are a couple different levels, but your most common imps really focus on emotions and well, they focus on sin. Like one of the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, okay. What? What? What is? Like, I thought about just crippling sadness in a, in a dead mall. I was like, no, that doesn't really work. Mm. Then I thought about, like, um, I watched Mallrats. Mm. And I thought, ooh, what about, like, 90s fuckboys? <laughs> How can I make them a villain? Mm-hmm. Um, and but I thought about it. And I had some ideas, but that came way too, way too close for comfort for some hard lines that people had brought up on their surveys. Uh, oh yeah, so I wasn't comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, which that survey tool, hmm. fucking best thing ever. I'm gonna use it in every game now. Mm. So iHunt has a survey tool. Yes, it has like a just a little survey that says, "Hey, here are some things you might encounter." What's a what's a like hardline? Yeah. Okay, off screen. Okay, on screen. A okay was it any kind? Yeah. Bravo to Olivia Hill. Yeah, that's really good. That's I mean, yeah. like yeah. And then well then there's the Olivia Hill rule <laughs> that just states that fascists aren't allowed to play. Mm. Dig it. Yeah. Uh, which is particularly cathartic reading that because apparently I've attracted Nazis. Oh, no. Wow. What That's happened? A... I, uh, <laughs> I, well, me being me, um, I have a tendency to shoot my mouth off. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Shocking. <laughs> um, everyone remain calm. Uh, yeah, I shot my mouth off, and, uh, I attracted Nazis. Wow. So, like, now I'm dealing with not blocking Nazis. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. Nah, it's, it's, I wish, I, <laughs> I wish I could say it wasn't surprising. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I've been on the internet long enough, it's like, alright, this is yeah, this is just what life is now. Yeah, eventually, it's like if you travel hotels enough, eventually you're going to find bugs in your suitcase when you come home and have to put things in bags. So, like, oh man, I've been on the, oh, Nazis, oh, jeez, yeah. I'm going to have to wash all my clothes. I hate these guys. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Nazis are bed bugs. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's yep. a good, I like that uh, equivalent. Mm. In fact, I might, I'm going to jot that down. That's an idea. Um, <laughs> fascist organization that gets taken over by some kind of parasite. Uh, I like that. Uh, might be okay just to let that one burn out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyway, so what I finally decided on was wrath. Mm. Okay. Um, and. Ultimately, the plot of the scenario is going to be revolve around this demon who has taken the guise of a local pastor mm. whose church is using one of the storefronts. And mm-hmm. he seems very nice, very upfront, very okay. But no, he's causing the local... He's feeding, he's feeding off of the anger and wrath of the local houseless community. Mm-hmm. Who's okay. taking refuge in a dead mall during the day? 
Mm-hmm. Huh. Um. So I think I think it's going to be a good scenario. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Um. My the next adventure is going to be werewolf. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Um. I've got and like I said, ultimately the final arc of this season is going to be demons. Like five. I'm going to do five episodes. Okay. Um, so it's a mid-season replacement. Kind of like I don't like. I I'm not a fan of of stretching things out for too long. Mm-hmm. There's building suspense and then there's getting irritated. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want some payoff. And the that fact works. that my group has inconsistent meeting. Mm, yeah, like five is a good number of episodes for a season. Yeah, actually, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, we were watching. I was sitting exactly. I was. We were sitting watching TV tonight while while I was deciding on the final kind of layout of the arc. Mm-hmm. And we were. We have been watching this new series on Netflix, Lock and Key. Mm. Oh, is um, I mean. I never read the comics, but is the is the TV series any good? The TV series is really, really good. Okay. Um, I it's been so long since I've read the comics, I have forgotten a lot of it. In fact, Jess and I were talking. Once we finish season one, uh, we're gonna pick up the first volume. Okay. And uh, and give it like we'll do like we're like I'll read it, she'll read it. Or we'll read it together mm. uh, and see how it compares. Mm. But I was watching that, and it's like 10 episodes. I was like, this is pretty perfect, I think, for... But, like, this is really good pacing. Mm. So that's how I kind of came up with five. Okay. Because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't want to do... Because I was also watching... I've been watching Supernatural. <laughs> oh, oh. You poor girl. I like, I like, listen, listen, listen. I like Supernatural. How many seasons into it are you? I, I, I will admit, I watch it and there are definitely times when I like it, but there are also times when I want to yell and throw stuff at the TV. <laughs> no, that's very fair. Uh, in fact, I've been making a note of things that make me want to throw things at the TV. <laughs> um, and a lot of those are like the filler episodes. Yeah. So I've been trying to, I've been trying to think of how to run a game like this and, and structure this story, so it's as lean as possible. Mm. Mm. And 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 then the reason being again because my group meets with such infrequency. Yeah. We're all, I mean we're all adults. We all have lives. Oh, mm-hmm. trust me, I understand. I mean we have a game that. Um, our friend Jerry's running that I'm pretty sure hasn't met since September because we're all adults and we have lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's about right. Do you remember? When we, do you remember when we were all in college? Wait, I wasn't in college. Oh maybe, yeah. But, but we could all like devote a day to gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we had a um, we had one game that lasted literally all night we mm-hmm. started it um in i think it was midday 
and yeah. ordered pizza, and it just literally went until dawn. God, mm-hmm. do you remember we had the energy to do that? Yeah. Mm. Like, I <laughs> we I stayed up. Um, I was in pain the other night, and I, I just couldn't oh. sleep, and I stayed up till like, 2. And mm. I was de- I was dead the next day. I, <laughs> I literally, like, could not function as a person. Yeah. <laughs> I think I grunted at the clerk at Wawa. <laughs> it's like, I just, yeah. I just want my empanada. Mm-hmm. For those who do not know, Wawa is a convenience store and so much more. Mostly, it is. In, mostly in Pennsylvania, but I didn't know they were in Virginia, too. There are, there are not many. There are a couple in the D.C. area. There are like three um and like they're mostly concentrated out in like chantilly like where all the government buildings are right right uh in fact there's one right across from the nro building uh the national reconnaissance organization mm-hmm. uh for listeners at home so it's like it's just funny like every time i that's the one i go to and like <sighs> i stop there it's like huh no one knew what that building was for seven years. <laughs> oh, well, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I've I told you that um, I, my friend's parents worked at, were told to tell people that they worked at the Department of Defense at Fort Meade. And everyone's response mm. was, oh, you work at the NSA? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like so the NRO bill, like the way kind of the story behind it. Um, so it. The name on the front door was some defense contractor, mm-hmm. but it but it's the NRO, and um, it came it came about through tax records because the Fairfax County wanted to tax them. Like you, okay, you own this property, but you're not paying any taxes. So it came out mm-hmm. that way. It's like. Oh, you're not paying taxes because this is a federal government property. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's like what? What is? It's, oh, it's the NRO. Oh, it's okay. you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like it was an open secret. It's like okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that. That sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah. So it was. It's just one of those things where it's like really. Uh but um, yeah, what was this? Oh yeah, so um, like I said, so trimming the fat away from iHunt. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I am really enjoying it. I um, really need to pick up a copy. It's what I would do is wait, because okay. um, I think they're going to be doing not like a full revision, but like going back through and maybe correcting some stuff. Okay. I, I can't say for I'm not 100, percent but like there's a little ways before there's going to be a print-on-demand version. Uh-huh. Oh, I would definitely wait for that. Yes. Yeah. So wait for that. Wait for the print-on-demand version when it's kind of gone through another like like the the uh, crowdsourced editing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, then then pick up the POD. Yeah, I can. I can get uh i can get get another game that i can't convince anyone to play uh, so i was actually thinking about that that was um um i had i had a great idea so a great idea for an episode title yeah 
Uh, do any of you know the band Great Big C? S-E-A? I know, I know of them. Um, Rebecca used to listen to them a lot, but I don't know them in any general in any specific terms okay so they're they're off of their one album called um fortune's favor there's a song called um the one i think i think it's the right title anyway there's a line uh games i never played in but still wish that i had won Hmm. and every time i hear that i'm like games i've never even run why did you (laughs) taunt me so much I like that a lot. <laughs> so that was going to be talking about games we've never gotten to run, and that was going to be the episode title. Oh, well, oh, I mean, wow. we can still do that sometime. We I, probably I like are. Um, I'm yeah. not that's some, a pun that good. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think yeah. it's quite a pun, but wordplay of that caliber shouldn't be wasted. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, so, Fran... And uh, I were involved in a role-playing thing yesterday, I guess. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, so um, Allie is out, is, uh, out visiting um, in preparation for um, her semi-temporary, semi-permanent move out here. Um, and uh, so we went over to Fran and Sarah's and we played one of the scenarios that they have been running for... Um, uh, their um, uh, their convention games. Oh, noise! We yep. played the one with the boat. Um, yep. And it was it was interesting to because st- I I said to Allie, now you're gonna have some idea of what we've been talking about all this time because she had to get a crash course in the Scarred Lands, mm-hmm. um, in Scar. <laughs> um, possibly more of a crash course from Sarah than she needed. I don't really know how much she um, mm-hmm. she uh, took in, <laughs> but uh, once but once you get us started on it, we tend to sort of just roll. Yeah, what, isn't that we, the we case? A... I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I know I know Jeff. Uh, sometimes I'll get going and I'll see the look, <laughs> and it's like, okie dokie. <laughs> I'm well, done. the I'm glassy eyes and yeah. yeah. Well, I think she was concentrating more on, on not being nervous about being in a game with everybody for the first time. But, mm, um, but yeah, yeah. But um, but she had a great time, and we had a great time. And Fran, can you can you can you do the cap a little bit of the captain for us? Oh yeah, sure. You he's a uh, you know traveled from a uh, very far away across the Blood Sea, which uh, from uh, the faraway nation of uh, the continent of Terman, which uh, is very far from here. So he's not speaking <laughs> your language all super that great. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so we were we were actually playtesting a couple of new races that I probably shouldn't give any details about, except to say that uh, Fran... no, they're open for playtesting. Oh, so, they're open for playtesting. Yeah, test. yeah, they're yeah. those are they're available for for download. Um, oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, the uh, yeah, the uh, the the uh, water races, um, Tritons and um, uh, water trolls or scrags. Yeah. So Fran played. A fantastic water troll who was crew on the ship that picked um, the PC's survivors up, mm-hmm. and it was just 
fantastic. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah, and uh, entertaining. Yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting because it was over before before I knew it because I thought we were going to be going somewhere, but no, it was like a couple of big a couple of encounters, and then that was it. Because but it's a convention game, so that makes a certain amount of sense. Um, and uh, it I'm not going to give anything away because um, you will have the chance sometime within the next year to buy this scenario um but um we um yeah we had a lot of fun and then we watched some el hazard which um ali had never seen and i was like oh we've got to introduce you to this 90s cross-dressing uh (laughs) yeah thing that gave us feels that we didn't understand (laughs) yep serious Have you ever seen Have you ever seen El Hazard, The Magnificent World, Liz? I no, I'm not. I don't. I'm not familiar with it. Ah, uh, uh, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's it's very much a product of its time, and it's also by the the folks that brought you Tenchi Muyo, all 62 versions of it. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. No, I'm in. I'm in. That's all you uh, had to say was, oh, it's from the same <laughs> folks that did Tenchi Muyo. I'm in. Basically, to give, to give you a very basic, the ba- very basic setup. So there's this uh, kid who uh, is uh, has is in uh, high school and his and his teacher who is a drunk, um, and then his his not actually girlfriend and her brother, who is the um, head of the president of the school, who is an absolute criminal. Um, like stole the presidency, everything, mm-hmm. and they accidentally get transported to this magical world um, separately. And uh, the boy discovers that he's a dead ringer for a missing princess, mm-hmm. and the 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 kingdom absolutely needs to have the princess show up at a um, at a summit with all the surrounding nations. Otherwise, there will be terrible consequences. So, guess what he has to do. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I can imagine. And it and it has the most unbelievably amazing, incredibly horny lesbian I think I have ever encountered in media, mm-hmm. as well. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, it's very very silly. It's very very nineties. Um, and uh, the OAV is very, very good. And the TV series that when they rebooted the OAV, OAV was very, very bad. Um, but... Well, that's the case with, all, I think, a lot of those properties. Like uh, the Tenchi OAVs, mm-hmm. super good. Some of the series, not so much. Mm-hmm. Well, in Tenchi, it was the series. <laughs> the series was the original and the OAVs were separate, right? Yeah. I yeah. Think so. Oh, OK. Never mind then. See, I was always I was always a lum girl rather than a Tenshi Moyu girl. So, <laughs> I well, I was whatever was playing on Toonami on Cartoon Network. Oh my uh, god! Okay. So that's why my first Gundam was Gundam Wing. Ah, yeah, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, God, I remember when they started playing Gundam Wing, and I was and I was uh, I had been hearing about it for about a year, I guess, two years. I was like, "Wow, this is different." <laughs> I know uh, I love Gundam Wing. I like pretty boys and pretty robots. <laughs> I I really enjoyed it. It just seemed to keep going, and I lost the thread really quickly. 
and you, you well, you'll never convince me that most of them now aren't aren't uh, trans guys. <laughs> that's that's fair. just my that's just my head cannon. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hero hero Yui is trans, and I won't hear any anything else. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, so here's some other news, uh, breaking news from the desk of tabletop transmissions. <laughs> yeah, uh, I applied for a press pass for Gen Con. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Any idea when you'll hear? No idea. I mean, conventions not until the summer. It's only February. Like event registration isn't even open yet. Oh wow. So yeah. So no. But we'll see. Uh, if I get it, cool. Um, I. Uh, if I don't, I'm still going to. We're still going to get a recorder, like mm. a little portable recorder. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do some some quick interviews. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, so that's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Um, Sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 gonna be honest. I'm very excited. <laughs> well, good. Good. Yeah. We got we got a uh we got a nice hotel. Right. We talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh yeah, just, I'm just I'm just excited. Well, I I can tell, and I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Me either. I, t- I told my therapist I was going to Indianapolis, and apparently that's where she's from. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh huh. And she's like, "Oh my god, well you need to go do all of these things." And I was like, <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to be in a building. I- Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like the most I might get out is to maybe one of the fancy restaurants that's near the convention center. Mm. Yeah, uh, because the fancier restaurants tend not to have a wait. Yeah, we found that <laughs> <up> too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, um, like I want to go to St. Elmo's Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. I just because you hear it's one of the things I always hear about from from people who talk about Gen Con and St. Elmo's and their shrimp cocktail. Hmm. So okay. I want you're, talk- you're talking to two people who don't like shrimp. Oh, fair. But I will tell you that, <laughs> that the steak part sounds good. <laughs> I do. Uh, I, you know, I just, I just like food. I like cooking. That's fair. I, uh, I don't know. I've been watching a lot of YouTube cooking shows. Hmm. Um. Like my favorite is probably going to be the um, Bon Appetit channel. Hmm. Okay. They're like the folks from Bon Appetit magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they they have a really fun YouTube channel. Cool. Oh, that's always good. Um, they do like uh, gourmet versions of like normal treats. Like uh, they did gourmet Butterfingers. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, I I know about these guys. I think I've seen some of those. Yeah. And the the woman is constantly trying to get it right and and. And like half the time doesn't even really get anywhere with the project. And it's like, so it turns out that this is actually hard. Yeah. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's actually one of the reasons I really like that particular mm-hmm. show. Yeah, exactly. Because, because they, they, they don't hide the, uh, the failures. Yeah. And it's, I, I just, as someone who messes, I don't mess up all the time, but like mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm, well, I mean, come on. We all know I'm, I'm hard <laughs> on myself. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that, that always, that kind of makes me feel better when I'm cooking. Like, um, yeah. And they also teach useful, like some really useful stuff. Like, um, I was, I made brunch for us today. And mm-hmm. so I was cooking eggs. And I don't normally really like scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. But I was trying something, uh, and it's this technique where you um, have it kind of on medium heat, and you leave the eggs on for a little bit, let them solidify for a couple seconds, mm-hmm. pull it off heat, move it around, and just keep doing that. And it, it produces, like, really small curds. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and it... And you and you make sure you you are adding butter, like a lot of butter, into the pan too. Mm-hmm. So it just creates these very buttery, fluffy eggs. Mm. That doesn't sound bad. No, not at all. <laughs> like I really stepped my like I didn't really like eggs before I started mm-hmm. watching them. Mm-hmm. Because I realized I didn't know how to cook eggs. Ah. Like so, but yeah, watching them, it's like, oh my god. Season before that, why did I ever think of that? Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like doing that with like sautéed peppers and onions. Ah, uh-huh, yeah. Uh, that was that was brunch today. Nice. With um, also discovered. Have you ever had lemon curd before? I I have had it a little bit. Yeah, I had some. Um, a, lemon, a lemon curd tart in um, when I was in the UK quite a long time ago. It's uh, I've discovered lemon curd on toast. Oh, it's super good. You can just get it in the grocery store. Mm. Then, the, then like with jellies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or at least I should say I could get it in my grocery store. Now my grocery store is a little fancy. You well, you you probably have a Wegmans or something. I do right? have a Wegmans. Yeah. Uh, well, I have a, yeah, I have a I have a gourmet grocer. Um, my mother loves the Wegmans. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I have to go buy groceries tomorrow, and I'm super excited because that means I can go have lunch at Wegmans. Mm-hmm. Mm. So <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm gonna grab some sushi while I'm there. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah. So, um, on, on another topic, um, we are now, uh, frighteningly, a, I believe, a month out from the Emerald City Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that's true. Which means it's time to start preparing, friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the anniversary of when we started talking. Yeah, that sounds uh, about right. Yeah, this did pretty we're, close. We're almost there. Yeah. 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 Because, um, uh, I um I had mentioned online I was going there and um Liz said uh hey Jay and Miles explained the X Men are, are going to be having these awesome pins do you think you could get me mm. one and I said sure <laughs> yeah I think we I think we saw them last year actually they were uh that's yeah that last yeah. year mm-hmm. remember remember I told you Fran I had to do I definitely had to do <laughs> one the first day I had to find them and buy the pin mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, and that is still on my hoodie. Cool. Aww. It's still it, it's still on my um, denim jacket. <laughs> it's right. It sits right next to my um, rainbow colored Starfleet emblem. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. 
Like, no, like there's no, like people that encounter me in real life. It's like, no, there's, there's no doubt that I'm some species of queer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But yeah. So, um, on the one hand, I, I'm, I'm, I'm right to the point where I'm feeling, starting to feel, um, not panicky, but sort of like, Oh, oh my God, it's almost here. Um, mm-hmm. I should really start preparing now. <laughs> Um, I'm right on that edge. Um, they released most panel information really early, so I have a lot of my a lot of my possible panels down, but none of the celebrity stuff was on there. So um, I have to now. They've now updated, so I have to now go through again all of the panels and check it out. And um, like, I need to reconstruct my want list because. When I transferred all my information from my old cell phone to my new cell phone, everything transferred over except the notes. Mm, <laughs> that always my... fun. Um, and yeah, I just uh, I'm hoping I get some sketches this year, and um, I'm starting to ramp up into the nervousness, uh, pre-con nervousness. Yeah. No, it's... I. I'm doing good. I was just going to say it's beginning to get to the point where Emerald City is um, passing the ability of one of, you know, a group of humans to actually manage going to it. (laughs) It's it's really fun. But, oh, my God, the 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 degree of of stuff, you know, you can't see is just Mm -hmm. sort of it's it's starting to get really on top of me in some ways. Thank God we have a hotel room because I can't imagine not doing it with a hotel room at this point. Yeah. Um, and this is only, this is only your third year with a hotel room and my second. Mm-hmm. I think. How yep. do we do it? How do we do commuting every day? <sighs> it, it does not bear thinking. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 excited. I love I love to do the show from beginning to end. I have friends at the show now. Um, my dog's biggest fan. I will see at the show. <laughs> You've had friends at the show for forever. Well, I mean. that's because you know I Roberta Gregory and I have known mm. each other for like, holy moly, we've known each other for over twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um. But but yeah, but I mean, you know, I've made more friends, which is kind of nice. And because yep. uh, I'm a very, very shy person, very shy. So, you know, it's nice that, you know, I can go up to to tables and go, hey, how are you doing? How is uh, how, how's things going this year mm. with more than a couple of people, which is the way it used to be. <laughs> it seems like. Emerald City, as someone who I've never been, I've always kind of watched it from the outside. Mm-hmm. It seems to be one of those things where it, I, it, it just it just keeps getting bigger. Like yeah, mm-hmm. like like what you said, like it's almost too big for people to go to it. Yeah, like I don't really understand how people go. Like like I, I say this as someone who's going to Gen Con this year. I don't understand how people go to like San Diego Comic Con, mm. uh, VidCon, things yeah. things like things yeah. like that. Like like I'm I'm anxious about Gen Con, and like I know what to expect, but I don't know. Well, I mean that's that's the thing about Emerald City is it's grown 
and it's grown and it's grown, but we've been with it for most of, for almost all of that time. So we know what to expect too. Like last year really freaked me out because um, suddenly some of the booze were in different places. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas for years and years, I'd known where they were going to be. <laughs> um, you yep. know, I call it my, my favorite four day pop-up town. Um, but we, we started going to Emerald city with the first one where it was just a big old dealer's room. Um, God, it was like a big old dealer's room. And there was one panel room that was mic'd so it could be piped into the dealer's room so you could hear some people mm-hmm. being uh, interviewed. Um, yeah. I really remember that. I, I mean, that was, and you know, people, there were, there were artists in the dealer's room that you could go to. I mean, I remember, I remember um, just being there before it moved to a convention center. Yeah. So it's sort of like we've grown with it, but it's starting to outgrow us, especially last year. Last, Not even outgrow, year. just outstrip. Like, yeah. It's, it's so maniacal. And last year was, I feel like last year was sort of a tipping point for how I did the convention. Mm-hmm. because they moved the main floor out of the main convention space and put it in a hotel. Um, yeah. And so, and all the celebrity stuff was in the main floor. Um, so you actually had to literally plan your day um, with, you know, I'm going to do the convention for this part, um, including panels there or whatever. And then I'm going to take two hours out of my two to three hours out of my day and go to the main floor and try and get in and try and get a seat so I can see this one hour panel. And that was, I didn't see any of them. I don't think Ooh. I might have made, I, I feel like I made something, but I didn't see any of them. And there were celebrities I wanted to see. I mean, Peter Capaldi was there for fuck's sake. Yeah. And I didn't, and I, I just didn't get a chance to see any of them. Um, which is a big change because it used to be just the autographing and the, um, and the photos were in a, were in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. Fran and I got our pictures taken one year with David Tennant and Billy Piper, and that was mm-hmm. that was fun. Uh, no, yeah. no yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't fun at all. Um, <laughs> I The, the picture-taking process was pretty horrible, but I did make Billy Piper really laugh. Mm-hmm. So that, yep. Is she she <laughs> seems like a very nice person. Well... It's, we got to see her for all of 20 seconds. Yeah, it's, so. it's hard to say. So the story is that one of the thing they emphasized to us before we went in, the big thing was you go in, you pose, you get your picture taken, you get out so the next people can go in. So yeah. we we get in there, we say hi. Um, you know, it's David Tennant and Billy Piper. You know, mm-hmm. We pose. The, 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 they snap. And then... Um, Fran turns to say something to David Tennant. And I said, no, Fran, we got to go, go, go. Because that's what they told us. Go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And so Billy starts laughing and says, yes, go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah. It was very nice. But at the same time, it was not fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's why, honestly, like, I would love, there are some folks, um, like, when we went to FlameCon, there are some folks I would have mm-hmm. loved to have like stayed and talked. Well, like Kate Wave. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have stayed and talked with her a little bit, but she got mm-hmm. so mobbed. Yeah. Like I just didn't mm-hmm. feel right. 
Yeah, I mean it's it's gotten yeah. to where like at a lot of a lot of conventions that I go to now, I I actively go looking for people with short lines and uh especially people with short lines that I have any idea who they are to to go tell them like, you know, I'm I'm happy I get to talk to you, but why the hell do you have a short line? You're awesome. So <laughs> Well, I mean, it's when I used to go to the conventions in the in the uh, late '90s and early aughts. I used mm-hmm. to do that with Golden and Silver Age artists, yeah. who are famous. I mean, you know, these are the people like, mm-hmm. holy crap! Like, I went up to, um, I went to Russ Heath, who, um, God, he's just he was an immensely important artist in the Silver Age. Mm-hmm. Um, War comics, and I bought a print from him, and I said, um, "Can I shake your hand?" And he was like, "Whoa, whoa, okay." Um, and I mm-hmm. said, "Just, I, I mean, I know I'm too young to have read a lot of your stuff when it first came out, but I've read a lot of uh, reprints and stuff, and thank you very much." You know, mm-hmm. <sighs> I miss those guys. I mean, you know, I, I met Jim Mooney, people, yeah. and and it's just sad. So many of them are gone. Yeah. But uh, I'd love to get to to get my picture taken with Matt Smith and Karen Gillen, who are going to be there this year. But it's like it's not worth it. Yeah. Because you don't have any personal connection. I mean, um, one of the one of the uh, they always send out a um, oh, what you call it um, a, a questionnaire, and uh, they asked who they should invite, and um, and I said Nicole Maines. And I knew mm. that if if in there, I would have paid for an autograph because a I could have talked to her because you're giving getting an autograph, and b I have a first edition copy of becoming Nicole and I had to I I just wanted to get that autograph. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I I I mean I hope it wouldn't be embarrassing for her, but you know I was I was I, I followed your case from the beginning in Maine. And I thought I was an ally. I was such a good ally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry I hate to cut this short, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sorry. but holy what? crap! <laughs> right. So, uh, what what cool things have you all been into this week? What would you like to shout out to? Okay. I would like to shout out to to one or two things. Um, one of the things I'd like to shout out to is a book that I bought at OrcaCon that I just read um, last week. It is a young adult fantasy book. Um, it is by authors Jeffrey Cook and Catherine Perkins. It's called You're Not a Real Goth Until You Sack Rome. Um, I bought it primarily on the strength of the title because I loved that title um, and read it. And I started out reading it, and it was like, oh, you know, it's YA high school stuff, and, you know, and uh, obviously it's going to become, you know, fantasy, but, you know, it's starting out with she's a goth, and she's picked on in high school, and she's with all her goth friends, blah, 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 blah. It takes place in 1995, which means, you know, even more, blah, 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 okay, yeah, The Cure, yes, everybody, yeah, whatever, and then... Suddenly, a couple chapters in, it picks up and zooms, and it's it's Greco-Roman myth, which is interesting because none, because you you don't normally see that treated as it's Greco-Roman myth being treated as fairy myth. Kind of. um, okay. And I really, I have a friend with uh, 
a what is she 15 year old daughter who I'm going to lend this to because it's totally her thing. Um, absolutely her thing. So the two, the two caveats I have about this book. Um, and by the uh, way, I have bought books too. Ooh, Cassie, I'm sorry. You cut out for a second. Yeah. Well, what was your caveat what, again? Yeah. Oh, um, well, what I said was, um, I didn't, it's a trilogy and i've already liked this so much of my cat um it has all of the why cassie i'm sorry we're losing yeah oh yeah yeah i don't know what's going on no hang on one sec okay okay can you Can you hear me? Uh, we can hear you a little bit, but you are dropping out pretty badly. Hello? Hello? Hello. Uh, all right, come back to me. Okay. okay. <laughs> Fran, what have you been into this week? Oh, um, it's been a, it's been a weird week. So, um, I honestly haven't been into that much um i guess the one really exciting thing that i've gotten to mess around with this week is the any cubic photon printer that we uh that we purchased that we got ourselves for christmas it's a resin based 3d printer and uh i was expecting pretty good quality it it prints out really amazing quality and it's um so it's very high resolution, and thus far the uh, the stuff that I've gotten out the other end has been uh, not just detailed but also fairly flexible. So I think it may actually be a good choice for printing out real minis or accessories to go with minis and stuff, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, those resin printers. Um, I've been well. I say I. We've been eyeballing <laughs> them. Um, and if we didn't want to save up for a bigger trailer, we would. We would mm-hmm. probably hop into one of those. But it's like, ooh, bigger trailer or resin printer. Um, one one thing I'll point out that I've been learning about because I've been reading a bunch about how to do all of this stuff. There are a number of services that you can find somebody in your local area who already has a printer and basically go on to Thingiverse or some other uh, 3D model site and basically say, I want somebody in my area to print this and then go work out a deal with, uh, with somebody to get it printed and pick it up locally, which... Um, I think that'll I think that'll make a really really big difference for folks that can't necessarily afford the you know the whole uh, the whole enchilada. Well, something cool actually, the Fairfax County Library System Ooh. actually has 3D printers. Mm. And what you do, you submit your file, you submit your request, like hey, I, I would like this printed, mm. and it takes about two weeks. But yeah, then you've got your gizmo printed. Nice. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's really neat. And Cassie, it sounds like you're back. Am I back? I think you're back. 
Yep. Can you hear me now? I can hear you, Clem Fandango. Thank you. So let's take this uh, one more time. Um, if you can um, just emphasize the word is. No. Um, <laughs> so what I was going to say is my two caveats are that um, it is a YA novel and it has some of the um, issues that um, YA novels can have. Um you know, as I was saying, the high school scenes didn't do anything for me. Mm. But the other caveat, um, which apparently um, is fixed in book two, is that it's not quick. Um, but apparently get the series, uh, with the, it, which is a trilogy, gets increasingly. So that, that makes me happy. Mm. Could you hear any? Any I can hear, I can hear you, but you're kind of dropping out again. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, yo, listeners. It happens. Yeah. Um, Not every day is a good internet day. No. So what I've been into this week is uh, a book. Uh, a book that I've been I've had it in my library, my Audible library, for a while now. Hmm. Um, and it, it's, uh, I found it because I actually stumbled across an RPG based off of it. I thought it looked pretty interesting and I picked it up and I actually picked it up. Oh God, actually no pre-transition. Oh wow. Almost a year and a half ago. <laughs> um, and no, almost two years ago. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So it's just been sitting there and it's like, all right, I'll try to start it. And I just haven't. Mm-hmm. But this week I've been listening to it and I'm almost finished with it. And it's it's been really good. It's called Promise of Blood, uh, book one in the Powder Mage trilogy. Huh. Uh, and it's all about. Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Who's it by? It is by a guy named Brian McClellan. Um, and I. Yeah, unfortunately, the realities of being a genre fan and being queer, mm, is yeah, have to do some. Re- I've looked at, I looked up this guy. There's no outward signs that he's shitty. Uh, uh, doesn't doesn't make like like I haven't looked into anything that says hey, like I'm gonna be an overt ally either. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at least he's not openly shitty, so I'm gonna call that a win. Yeah. Um, but it's an interesting book. It's um, the titular powder mages are uh, people who can who can use black powder as a source for magic. Oh, nice! And can like ex- cause powder to explode, channel like cause like like explode powder in a power horn and like channel that energy. Hmm. Um, shoot, like, like affect trajectory of bullets. Oh wow, neat! It's like black powder fantasy, huh? And like, there are more traditional mages in this game or in this book. Hmm. Uh, but kind of the the setup for this book is the leader of the powder mages kills a king. Like, hmm. starts a populist revolution. 
Oh, that never like, goes over well. And it's like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like he's like, okay, we're installing a government for the people. Hmm. It's kind of like if George Washington was a wizard. Okay. It's 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 interesting. Like the characters are well written. I I am a I I'm enjoying it. Let me put it that way. Good. Um, yeah. I'll probably read the rest of the books. Unless this guy puts his foot in his mouth and says something stupid. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, once he's going to do that, pretty good books. Yeah. Like, I, God damn, I hate that that's where we're at now. <sighs> but, like, like, yeah. It's like, just don't be shitty. I don't, I don't understand how mm-hmm. that's, how it, that's it's... hard. Yeah, it seems to be a nice um, baseline kind of request. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, like I don't want to get too serious, but has anyone been following the latest discourse with trans athletes? I I have not followed the latest stuff because it pisses me off too much. It's it, it, true. It does. Um I have I have a Google alert for the Alliance Defending Freedom. Mm-hmm. They're they're for those that don't know they're they're a shitty um uh kind of okay the way I kind of like to think of them as a bizarro world version of the ACLU. Mm-hmm. I mean the ACLU is <laughs> not great they've got some issues but these folks these folks are like oh well we're going to protect the rights of bigots mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah. Cool. So, uh, anyway, they're they're funding the latest lawsuits, and it's like, just fucking of really. Of course they are. Mm-hmm. Well, of course they are. It's just like the Heritage Foundation funds Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it's like just between that and it's like it's just, I'm just, I'm just so fucking sick of of shit right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm so I grateful. I can dig it. That's why I'm so grateful that we do this. Because, <laughs> like, at least, okay, not everyone in the world listens to us, but at least there is a trans person out there who can get some enjoyment from some trans comment or yep. comment. Yes. It's like you, you listening right now. We're doing this for you because we That's like right. you. And all, all the cis people who are listening, we like you too. Be mm-hmm. allies. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was thinking something snarky to say, and it's like, no, I don't want to do that. That's just going to cause problems. We appreciate <laughs> our allies. We do, we do. We do. But uh, anyway, folks, I don't want to end on a downer, but I just want to say, stay strong. Shit's getting hard. But remember, uh, you always have uh, your three rambling RPG ants. Yeah. <laughs> To come hang out with. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. Uh, anyway, folks, uh, where can so Cassie? Let's uh, let's plug some pluggables. Where can you be found? I can be found at Tip Transformed on Twitter. If in fact you can hear this. Okay. And yep. uh, Fran, what about you? Lots of, lots of pluggables for Fran. Yep. 
let's see. So, uh, as always, you can continue to find our book, Vigilant Through Shadows and Dreams, wherever fine ebooks are sold. And uh, you can get a print version on Drive Through Fiction. Also, on Drive Through, you can get our Scarred Lands calendar. Uh, which is really useful if you have trouble getting the eight-day weeks and 25-day months into your heads, and especially if you're trying to figure out when the perfect night is for both of the moons to be eclipsed. Um, you can find me personally on uh, Twitter at Ronalyn Valor and on Facebook as, well, me. And uh, I'm very approachable and prone to hugging, although usually I do give some sort of warning beforehand. And you can find me on Twitter uh, at little underscore Lizzie. Uh, I apologize. I Wait, am also underscore Lizzie 22. 22. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. uh, I did not get that uh, Twitter name in the great purge. <laughs> uh, and I apologize. I am right now raiding your fridge. I am disappointed that you don't have lactate-free milk. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, it's true, because <laughs> it kills me if I don't have it. Uh, anyway, and where, where can, can we be found on Facebook? We can be found on Facebook at Tabletop Transmissions, and we can be found on Twitter at... Uh, at transmissions, and again, uh, if you've been playing the whole uh, the home game, uh, I really hope you're still with us and, and <laughs> haven't drunk yourself to death. Because my God, uh, but <laughs> you know that I spelled the name wrong. So listen to how I spell it, please. We are at t r a n s m i s t i o n s. That's <clears throat> at transmissions. Follow and- us. We uh, can be found so far at, on Podbean and on iTunes. I hope we're going to be getting some other places soon, but I I don't know what uh, we are. I don't know what the deal with that. We, we are. We are in the process of working on that. Uh, Stitcher is a possibility. Cool. Uh, I am. It's not a guaranteed thing. I am looking into some stuff. Okay. Mm. Um, so uh, pe- folks who use other, who are interested in us, who want to use other podcasting stuff, bear with us. Um, and let us know what kind of things you use. So we have some idea of what to look for. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest, doing tech stuff takes some spoons for me. Yeah. So it's, so we're, we're, we're going, it's going to be a little bit of a slow pace, but we'll get there. And, uh, um, yeah, so uh, please leave us comments and questions and complaints and whatever you want at the various places we have mentioned. Yep. Yeah, you doing that encourages us to get up to more of this shit. So. Yeah, and 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 might even help focus us a little better than this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, but anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for putting with putting up with us. Next week we will be back with a topic. Count hell or high water. Uh, look forward to hearing it. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.